What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Malik. Uh, today's podcast is going to be my first top 10. I've been telling you guys, for all those who've been listening to uh, my previous episode of podcast, I've been saying that I'm going to have some top 10s um, on my podcast, and today we're going to do the very first one. Uh, today we're going to do top 10 greatest superstars of all time. Uh, or greatest WWE superstars of all time, greatest whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, yesterday I did my review for uh, Double or Nothing. So today, before the actual show, I'm gonna do a rundown of my opinion of who the top ten greatest superstars of all time are. Everybody, of course, won't agree with this list, has their own opinions about it, which is fine. Excuse me, but this is just my opinion. On how I feel, and for reasons that I'll go over why these people made the list uh, for me. Maybe a little bit controversial, because uh, I know there's probably certain superstars in here that you would have over other superstars. And that's fine. This is what makes the top ten fun, because everybody's opinions and uh, perspectives are different. So, um, with that being said, let's go right into it, shall we? My top ten greatest superstars of all time list. In no particular order. This is in no order, by the way. Just so everybody knows, I don't get mad about that. Uh, this is in no order, so I'm gonna run it down from one all the way to ten in no particular order. Uh, it would be way too hard to put it in order. If I if I was putting it in order, it'd take me a couple a couple weeks to put that shit in order. But uh, no order in particular. I'm gonna go ahead and run down my list of who I think the greatest superstars of all time were, and give you my reasons why they're on the list. And then you know, hopefully you guys, some of you guys might agree with it. Some of you guys won't. Obviously, a lot of you probably won't. But uh, maybe when I give you my opinions, maybe you'll understand why they're on my list. So let's start with number one, number uno. Gotta have the nature boy, Ric Flair. To me, the greatest of all time. Um, the Ric Flair character is absolutely unbelievable. Men wanted to be like him. Women wanted to be with him. This guy is wearing custom-made shoes, custom-made suits, Rolexes, coming out of jets, uh, limos. This guy had the ultimate lifestyle. Uh, was Ric Flair is one of the best heels of all time. Incredible on the mic. When Ric Flair talks, you listen. When he speaks, you shut up and you just listen to what he has to say. Um, incredible in the ring, too. I've, I've seen great, great Ric Flair matches with Dusty Rhodes, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Shawn Michaels, uh, Triple H. He's had some good matches with Triple H. He had some good matches with Randy Orton. Um, his past matches were always really, really good, too. Man, I, I always wanted to see... Um, and I don't think they, I don't think they, they've ever had one. Uh, but a Ric Flair and Bruiser Brody match. Oh man, I, I think that would have drew a lot of money. Or Bruiser Brody and Hulk Hogan. That would have drew a lot of money too, if you ask me. Uh, before the whole Bruiser Brody incident. But Ric Flair is just, he's just one of a kind, though, man. He's he's really one of a kind. I mean, the best wrestler from the, for the '80s, if you ask me. Probably the '70s too, maybe. Uh, this guy's coming out in custom-made robes that are just absolutely. Stunning, cost thousands of dollars. Never wore the same robe twice uh, until until his later years, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did an interview where he said he never wore the same robes twice uh, until his later years. So, I mean, this guy's spending tons of money on robes. Had great hair back in the day. Uh, before he Obviously, before he got older, great hair, great clothes. Like I said, custom-made shoes, custom-made suits, Rolex watches. This dude's riding in limousines, flying out of jets, private jets. Uh, back then, I think he was driving like a Cadillac, you know, a gold Cadillac and stuff, dude. Like, Ric Flair was the man, dude. Like, the guy. Ric Flair was the shit. Um, 
and, and 16 time world champion, dude. I mean, I, I, he's probably, I think he's like a 23 time world champion actually, but they don't count some of those other title reigns for some reason. But he, I mean, 16 time world champion, dude. His his catchphrase, woo, is you know fucking unanimous in wrestling. I mean, everybody knows when you say that, woo, you know who that is, Ric Flair, right off the bat. And th- he's one of the wrestlers that everybody knows, Ric Flair. Everybody knows, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you know Ric Flair. You know the name. You're familiar with it. You know who it is. Rappers today are still making, they're making songs about this guy. Offset just came out with this Ric Flair drip song like a couple, like last year or a year or two ago. Rappers who weren't even from his generation, weren't even born in that generation, didn't even, didn't even grow up in the 80s, didn't watch wrestling in the 80s. Rappers from not even that generation are making music about this guy because Ric Flair is a, is a fashion iconic. Uh, he's a fashion icon, dude. He's iconic and when it comes to fashion and, and, and drip and all that stuff, man. So, Ric Flair, like I said, he's just one of a kind, man. Just like Jerry Lawler said right before his match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 24 in 2008, there's never been anybody like Ric Flair. Never. There's never been anybody like Ric Flair. Never will be anybody like Ric Flair ever again. Um, Ric Flair is just one of a kind. Definitely top 10 easily. He, like I said, to me, he's the GOAT. I think he's the GOAT, if you ask me. Every sport always has a GOAT. When it comes to football, if you ask me, it's Tom Brady. Basketball, Michael Jordan. Hockey, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, baseball, Babe Ruth. And wrestling, you know, and UFC, John Jones. If you ask me in wrestling, it's Ric Flair. So Ric Flair is definitely on the list for me. Uh, let's go into number two. How can you not have a top ten list without the most popular superstar of all time if you ask me i don't care what anybody says this guy is the most popular superstar of all time the baddest son of a bitch to ever lace up a pair of wrestling boots and step into a wrestling ring stone cold steve austin man the guy who saved the attitude era the guy who revolutionized the attitude era the guy who literally literally became so over with the crowd dude he's selling out arenas all around the world Ratings were at an all-time high when this guy was at the top of his game, when he was at the peak of his career, when he was on top. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the fucking man, dude. What can you say about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Nobody, I've never met one wrestling fan that said they hated Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've never met one wrestling fan who ever said they hated Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's something to say right there. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a fan favorite for men, for women, for children, for teenagers, for old people. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the fucking man, dude. Who doesn't love a guy that is badass, beats up their own boss? We know how many people out there go to work, and they hate the job they go to. They hate the boss that they work for, and they would just love to fucking just just give this guy a stunner or give her a stunner or just beat the fuck out of her, you know, slap her in the face, something. Stone Cold Steve Austin was that guy for most people. Defining the authority, overcoming the odds, time and time again, and his character, dude. People were just feeling the character. Stone Cold was a heel, I remember, at one point. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a heel, but people weren't. People started liking him. He was a character that was that was lovable. People believed in the Stone Cold character. He became so over with the crowd, and he just he just changed the game of wrestling, man. I mean, the guy, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What can you say about Stone Cold? Great on the mic as well. Phenomenal on the mic. The famous Austin three sixteen promo, a King of the Ring. Changed the game. That's still one of the most popular T-shirts to this day. In this 2019, that was back in the 1990s. Still one of the most popular T-shirts of all day. Stone Cold Steve Austin came up with so many catchphrases like "What?" You know that, which is still revolutionized today. Which I hate that guy. I wish he never came up with that one. But I mean, Austin is just phenomenal. I mean, great on the mic. Stone Cold gets a bad rep for for 
being a kind of a, a poor wrestler too. I disagree. I think Stone Cold is a, is a great wrestler. He's great in the ring. I've seen Stone Cold have great mini matches. Go back and watch his tag team matches when he was in the Hollywood Blondes with Brian Pillman and WCW. We all seen that match he had with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. His matches with The Rock were always good. His matches with Triple H I thought were really, were good. His matches he's had plenty of great matches. His matches with Kurt Angle were good. Chris Jericho. Stone Cold Steve Austin is not a bad wrestler, dude. I've seen Stone Cold have great matches with, with many great people. He's had great matches with The Undertaker. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin is a bad rep for having a certain amount of moves, whatever, because he's a brawl or whatever. It's bullshit, if you ask me. Stone Cold is not a bad wrestler. I've seen him have many great matches. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a great... I wouldn't say he's like a, a, a Shawn Michaels, you know, a type of wrestler, obviously. I wouldn't say he's a, a great uh, in-ring general or a great, you know... Uh, one of those guys that, you know, if you, I wouldn't say he's, he'd be one of those guys that, you know, if you wanted him to go out there to, to help steal the show, whatever, I wouldn't put him up there with that, but he's not bad, dude. I would definitely not put him at the bottom of being a bad wrestler. Stone Cold is a great wrestler. I've seen him have many great matches. Um, like I said, his, the Stone Cold character has got to be one of the top five greatest characters ever on the mic. He's, he's solid, great on the mic. You, when he, when he talks, you listen. And Stone Cold is Steve Austin. The intensity of the Stone Cold character is absolutely top. When you talk about superstars who are intense, Stone Cold's up there. Maybe number one. He might even be number one. When this guy music hits and he comes down that ring and he's walking with that Stone Cold walk, what's the first thing you think? Oh my God, Stone Cold's about to whoop somebody's ass. Because Stone Cold Steve Austin was a badass motherfucker, dude, back in the day. Stone Cold Steve Austin definitely has to be on the list. He's probably on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. He's probably on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. And if he's not on your top 10 list, then your top 10 list is just something's wrong with you, man. Something's wrong with you, period. Let's move on to number three. Again, another guy who revolutionized the Attitude Era. One of the top five most popular superstars ever. He's probably number two. Maybe number three. He's either got two or he's, he's fighting for two or three, if you ask me. And you know who I'm talking about. The guy who's making more money in Hollywood than any celebrity right now box office movie after box office movie after box office movie i'm talking about the rock dwayne johnson the most entertaining superstar of all time this guy has charisma this guy has everything you want in a superstar the rock is hilarious he can make you love him he can make you hate him he can make you laugh he can make you cry the rock can do everything everything dude the rock is absolutely spectacular a guy who again changed the Attitude Era, if you ask me. And even though I would put Stone Cold Steve Austin with popularity above him, Rock is either number two or three. He's fighting for two or three with somebody else. I'm going to get into him later. But, I mean, The Rock is just absolutely spectacular, man. I mean, look look when he debuted at Survivor Series. When people were booing him. And they chanted, Die, Rocky, Die. When he was Rocky Maivia. And then he turned heel. And then people still hated him. But then, he became beloved enough because The Rock is just... He's just a funny guy. He's got charisma. He he's got he's he's got everything you want in, in a wrestler, man. When it comes on the microphone, dude, you better be able to go toe to toe with that guy, or he's gonna bury you. When like he's another guy. When The Rock talks, you listen. If you ask me, he's the greatest. He's the greatest promo talker of all time. When he talks, you listen. His backstage segments with with Coach, with Lillian Garcia, with, with, with when he's interview when uh I can't think of the other guy's name off the top of my head, but. Every time they did a backstage segment, they're interviewing him, and he's this is fucking hilarious, dude. He's just cracking jokes, doing this dumb shit. The, the, one of my favorite 
segments he ever did was with the Hurricane in 2003. When they're doing, when he was came back as the Hollywood Rock, and he was doing stuff with the Hurricane, he called him Hamburglar and said uh, Chicken McNuggets and all that shit. Dude, that shit is fucking great TV, man. That is great TV. Rock always puts on great TV every time he comes back, man. The the Rock concert, classic, legendary Rock concert. Rock is absolutely. It, 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 this guy is absolutely top five of all time. He's definitely in the top ten list, but he's top five. This guy, like I said, revolutionized. Not even maybe he revolutionized a lot of things for wrestlers. He revolutionized. Like, look at wrestlers that all go to Hollywood now. They're making millions. Batista, John Cena, The Rock helped revolutionize that stuff for them. When he left wrestling in 2004, a lot of people said he was stupid, that he wouldn't succeed in wrestling, that he uh, not succeed in but he wouldn't succeed in Hollywood with movies and everything. Came out with a couple bad movies, whatever. You know, he did Doom, which a lot of people, which was really good. Tooth Fairy, you know, uh, Walking Tall, which I'm not saying those are all bad movies, but you know, I mean, those movies aren't really mentioned as his best movies, his, his great movies, you know what I mean? But then he starts revolutionizing. Then he starts going to box office shit. G.I. Joe, Fast and Furious, Jumanji, uh, fucking Skyscraper. Fucking so many Hercules. I mean, so many fucking movies he's had that's been box office now that this guy has revolutionized and changed everything. He's one of those actors that you know you just cast. You don't you don't have to have him audition for him. You just give him a script. Say, hey, I want you in the movie. Give him the script. See if he reads it. He likes it. He's in the movie. That's how it is with The Rock. And this guy's absolutely spectacular, man. Box office with everything, dude. I would love to see The Rock come back. Uh, there are four uh, uh, particular people that I want to see The Rock wrestle one time. Before he retires. Now, we haven't seen him wrestle since WrestleMania 29 in 2013. It was his match against John Cena when he got hurt in that match. Um, but I will. I want to see him fight Brock Lesnar once. I want to see Rock versus Brock 3. I mean, Rock versus Brock 2. Uh, because the first match he ever had, Brock Lesnar won. And that was the only match they ever had in WWE. And it was a great fucking match. And I'd love to see a rematch between those two. Triple H will be another one. Gotta have that rematch. The rivalry they had back in the uh, early 2000s was absolutely great. John Cena again because I think you had to have a tiebreaker. Rock versus you know, they're both one and one. Rock versus Cena three. I think his box office is money, and then the other last guy will be Roman Reigns, his cousin, the family bloodline. Man, it only makes sense to me. I think that should be Rock uh, Rock's last match, and it would be a perfect way for him to go out to put Roman over, and solidify Roman as the guy, and you know send him off, send Rock off into the Hall of Fame, and then continue to make box office fucking movies. Man, I think that'd be a great way to go out. But, I mean, Rock is definitely, he's top 10, man. Come on now. I, 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 what else can I say about The Rock? He's the, the guy's top 10. Seven, uh, eight-time world champion. This guy's done it all, man. The Rock has done it all. He's literally done it all. The only guy of the baby faces of the baby face of Mount Rushmore in wrestling are Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, John Cena, and Hulk Hogan. He's the only guy to ever beat all three at a WrestleMania. I'm going to leave it at that. Number four. How can you not have a top 10 list either? Without the Heartbreak Kid. The greatest in-ring performer of all time. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is so, so good in the ring, dude. This guy could have a match with the broomstick and it'd be a five-star match. This guy could have a match with the fucking cane and it'd be a five-star match. This guy could have a match with the fucking, with the, with the pack of, of ketchup and it'd be a five-star match. I mean, that's how fucking great Shawn Michaels is in the ring. Shawn Michaels is absolutely, I don't think I've ever seen this guy have a bad match. Never seen him have a bad match. He's he's Mr. WrestleMania for a reason. And you know what makes him so great? You know why he's Mr. WrestleMania? He has one of the worst WrestleMania records ever. But Shawn Michaels never really needed to win. 
all those matches at WrestleMania. Because any match he was on at WrestleMania was a must-see match. You're going to watch it. When Shawn Michaels is fighting Kurt Angle, oh, you're going to watch that match. Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. I'm watching it. Ric Flair's 59 years old, but you know what? I'm watching it. Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Shawn Michaels versus fucking Vince McMahon. He had a great match with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. That's how great Shawn Michaels is. Vince McMahon can't work for shit. We've seen him have booty matches. But Shawn Michaels carried that match on his back. And they had a great fucking match at WrestleMania with Vince McMahon, the owner of the company. Only certain, only so many guys can do that, man. Shawn Michaels is head and shoulders above everybody when it comes to that. Uh, this guy was one of the top guys in the Attitude Era as well. Greatest in-ring performer at, um, of all time. And I think his second run is better than his first run. You know, when he left in 98, came back in 2002... After he became humble and, and a Christian and everything and all that stuff, and his attitude progressed, he was he had a better second run than he did his first run. Man, he had better matches. His second run matches with John Cena, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, Undertaker, JBL. I'm just so many people I can go on. Rey Mysterio. So many people I can go on with. Randy Orton, Edge, Shawn Michaels. Second run was probably better than his, his first run, and he had a tremendous first run. But his second run was just is iconic and legendary, if you ask me. The guy came back, won the world championship when he first came back, and after that, never won the world title again, because he never needed to be the champion. Just like he never really needed to win a lot of matches at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels is a box office attraction. He's must see. Every time he steps in the ring, you know you're gonna get a show. Anytime he steps in the ring, you know the match. It's not gonna be terrible. It's gonna be great. Nothing else but great. On the mic, great on the mic. Another guy when he talks, you listen. The, the, the in-ring ability is head and shoulders above everybody else. Like I said, he's the greatest in-ring performer of all time. Shawn Michaels' character is, was also a, a very popular character in the 90s. Um, Michaels is just a great... And he helped revolutionize from the small guys to the little guys. Shawn Michaels isn't a big dude. I think he may be six foot, six foot one at the most. But he's not a tall guy. He's not six seven like Hulk Hogan jacked with pure muscle. Shawn Michaels was, was a small guy. And he helped... The guys like the Daniel Bryans, the AJ Styles, the Seth Rollins, the Finn Balors that we have now today. He helped He helped revolutionize those guys' careers because he wasn't a big guy back in those days. And if Shawn Michaels wasn't the champion, he wasn't their top guy, their face of the company. If he wasn't their go-to guy, would wrestlers who are so small be getting pushes, be believable, to be their guys because we know at one point in the territory if you weren't jacked with muscle and over fucking six foot six you weren't getting the shit. Shawn Michaels is under all that, and he had one of the best careers we've ever seen. Um, greatest in-ring performer of all time. I'm gonna keep saying it because it's true, man. This guy absolutely is spectacular in the ring, one of a kind. Shawn Michaels could arguably be the greatest of all time. I think Ric Flair is, but some people Chris Jericho has him as the goat. Chris Jericho said he's the goat. Michaels is the goat. So. Some people, I'm sure, would have have him as the greatest of all time. And I wouldn't debate that. wouldn't argue it. I'd be fine with that. Let's move to number five. The guy who literally changed the wrestling world in the 1980s. Could obviously be the most popular superstar of all time in some people's opinions. If you ask me, he's either number two or three behind Stone Cold Steve Austin. Him and The Rock are fighting for two or three. I'm talking about the immortal Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is iconic in wrestling. Another re- another guy, you don't have to watch wrestling, but when they say the name Hulk Hogan, you know who the fuck Hulk Hogan is. Hulk Hogan fucking single-handedly changed the wrestling world. Him and Vince McMahon together as a dynamic duo. 
they changed the wrestling culture, the wrestling world, and what for what it is today. If Hulk Hogan wasn't around in the 1980s, if he wasn't the guy, if he wasn't on top for those seven years, wrestling wouldn't even be where it's at today. I mean, just think about it. The match at WrestleMania 3 with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. You needed somebody to beat Andre that time. Andre's undefeated for 15 years. The Giant, 7'4", 520 pounds. Never been beaten. There's only one guy that was believable enough to beat this guy. And that was Hulk Hogan. And that, when Hulk Hogan beat Andre, the rest is history. Career was fucking made right there, if you ask me. Hulk Hogan was already the top guy, but after he beat Andre the Giant, this guy's the fucking man. Just beat Andre the Giant. I mean, what can I say about Hogan? I mean, despite what you what you may think about the controversy with the whole racism and everything, whatever, Hulk Hogan's top top ten great superstars of all time. How can you deny that? You can't deny it. It's fact. It's nothing but fact. This guy revolutionized wrestling in general. Think about how many wrestlers in the '80s were Hulkamaniacs. Of how many wrestlers were in the, the red and yellow? How many people wanted to be just like Hulk Hogan as a kid? Hulk Hogan changed everything about wrestling, dude. Even movies too, man. He might, he could, uh, he honestly could have helped rock out in that stuff with the with the revolutionized movie stuff because he did Rocky three when he wasn't allowed to when they didn't want him to. Did Rocky three? Did uh, Suburban Commando? Did other movies too? Even though they weren't box office movies, besides Rocky, even though they weren't all box office movies like the Rock's movies are. Hogan was doing that shit when they weren't really allowed to back in those days because wrestlers had the image and, you know, kayfabe. You didn't break kayfabe and all that stuff. Now, it wasn't like how wrestling is today. You know, you keep secrets. Keep secrets, man. You know, you don't break kayfabe. You don't, you don't get out of character. Make sure you're in character at all times when, you know, you're in public. You're around the people 24-7. But, I mean, Hulk Hogan's definitely on the list, though. If you don't have Hulk Hogan on your list, like you said, you're fucking crazy. Then I have Hulk Hogan on your list. For top 10 great superstars of all time, this guy is on the list. Hulk Hogan helped change wrestling as it is today. And if, like I said, if Hogan wasn't around in the 80s, if he wasn't on top for those seven years, wrestling wouldn't even be, may not even be as popular or even around as it is now today. You wouldn't have territories like you do today. You wouldn't, WWE wouldn't have all the global, iconic, um, Partners that they work with and all the global iconic networks and all the stuff that they do now with 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 the with everything, they wouldn't have all this shit. Hulk Hogan helped Vince McMahon with a lot of stuff, made him a lot of money, but helped take the company of wrestling to the direction that Vince wanted it to go and keep it there. Even when this guy came back from WCW in two thousand two, his match with The Rock. They were fucking cheering him, giving him a standing ovation. He was supposed to be the bad guy. He was Hollywood Hulk Hogan still. He was supposed to be the bad guy, but people fucking cheering this guy. Even after the night at WrestleMania, standing ovation. For like five, ten minutes, standing ovation. People were bowing to this guy. Saluting this guy. Because Hulk Hogan was the man, dude. Hulk Hogan was the man. There's no other way to put it. He was the man, dude. Before Becky Lynch was the man, he was the man. Hulk Hogan was that guy. What else can I say? I mean, Hogan's definitely on the top 10 list. At number 6, how can you not have a top 10 list again? To me, the greatest character of all time. Vince McMahon's greatest creation when it comes to characters. The guy who took a character back in the 1990s, in early 1990, 
and you know, back when they weren't even doing characters like this, when he was cutting slow promos and he would walk slow to the ring and he had that weird music and little kids were afraid of him. Talking about The Undertaker. Undertaker is definitely top 10. Some people say he's the godfather of wrestling, the leader of the locker room. He was the leader of the locker room for many years. I heard Mark Henry say he was like the godfather of wrestling. People come to him for advice at all times. I've heard wrestlers say if they had heat backstage, if they didn't, have, if, if Taker gave them the nod and they didn't have heat with Taker, they didn't care. Hey, the leader of the locker room said, he's cool with me. I don't care if anybody else has heat with me. This guy, <laughs> this guy's cool with me. He just solidified that, hey, you're good, you're good on my book. That's how powerful Darren Taker was back in those days. Legendary character. A guy who was great at reinventing himself. Uh, when he came, first he had the dead man character. Then went into the Ministry of Darkness character. Then switched to the American badass character. Went uh, completely away from that dark side stuff. From the trench coats and the, and the black hats. And rolling his eyes in the back of his head. Sitting up. Sticking his tongue out of his mouth. The makeup, all that stuff. Stepped away from the character Undertaker. And went into the Undertaker real life. Riding motorcycles. Coming out to Kid Rock and Lint Biscuit music. The shit that he does in real life. Did the American Badass character. And then went back to the Dead Men character. Which people loved and were happy to see. This guy. Unselfish. Puts people over. Helps, helps the business out. Still going today. He's still trying to go strong today. At 53, 54 years old. Undertaker to me is just, he's a legendary dude. He's on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling too, if you ask me. He's on he's on the Mount Rushmore. The greatest big man of all time. He's six foot ten, walking on the top rope. Come on now. The greatest big man of all time. Has I've seen him have great, great matches, five star matches with a lot of people. With Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Chris Jericho, Batista, I can go on edge. Undertaker is absolutely top ten greatest superstars of all time. And if you're putting it in order, he might he might be he might be up there with top five. If you're gonna put it in order. Maybe number two. On that DVD they had him greatest superstars of all time. He was number two. On that DVD. So Taker is definitely on the list. I mean, what, what more can you say about Taker? Taker's iconic. He's literally iconic in wrestling. Still to this day, when that gong hits, the fucking ovation he gets, ridiculous. Because it's the Undertaker. Undertaker is just one guy that in wrestling you just have to go see. You have to go see for the experience. You have to just go see him. You have to. You have to. You have to witness it. Say so you. You saw him. Uh, like I said, I think. I think it's truly Vince McMahon's greatest creation. I think he is Vince McMahon's greatest character of all time. Uh, great at reinventing himself. Promo wise, you know he's decent on the mic. Uh, his promos are just you know obviously they're dead man type phenom promos, whatever talking slow and rest in peace and. Taking people's souls and all that stuff, but Taker's never been bad on the mic. If you ask me, I wouldn't say he's he's phenomenal on the mic, but he's never been bad in the ring wise. I think he's great. I think he's a great in ring technician. I think he has great in ring abilities for a big guy, and I think he's a perfect in ring general. If you ask me, calling spots and telling people where they need to be, you know, giving people advice, making the match what it needs to be. I think Taker is definitely top ten, no question. And number seven, whoo, this is going to be controversial. My favorite superstar of all time, this guy was the modern-day Hulk Hogan from my era. Uh, the guy who was the most controversial, polarizing figure in wrestling history. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about John Cena. 
You can say what you want about John Cena. You can hate the John Cena character as much as you want. But as painful as it as it may for you, may be for you to admit, John Cena is hands down top 10 greatest superstars of all time. How can he not be? This guy had a 15-year run on top. Longer than anybody ever in history of wrestling. Longer than Hogan. Longer than Rock. Longer than Austin. The only other guy you could probably put up there with is Bruno San Martino, but that's two different eras. You know, Bruno was back in the 50s and, and 60s and stuff. It's, it's two different eras right there. But he, he probably was on top longer than Bruno, too. John Cena is, without a shadow of a doubt, top 10 great superstars of all time. A 15-year run with the same stale-ass character that people hated for so many years and meant to stay relevant, meant to stay on top. And anytime John Cena was on TV, you watched it. When he talked, you listened. Anytime he was in a big match, you watched it. You didn't know if it, what he was going to win, what he was going to lose. You didn't know what was going to happen. You saw him develop as a great in-ring general over the years. His first years in the ring, he was not that great. Five moves of doom. But he developed over the years to become a great in-ring general and a great in-ring technician. Maybe not the best technical wrestler, but John Cena is great at carrying matches and big match environments. He's big match John for a reason. 16-time world champion, tied with Ric Flair. Maybe 17-time world champion someday. Who knows? Uh, he's still... Young, he's only 42 right now, but not a full-time wrestler anymore. So, who knows? Maybe that'll happen. But John Cena, dude, has to be top 10. If you think about it, look at the stuff he's done in wrestling. Like how he, he's carried the company on his back for those 15 years. If John Cena wasn't the guy for 15 years, what the fuck would have, would have been going on all these years, you know? We don't know. But he was the guy. He carried the load on his shoulders for 15 years, man. That's a long time. That is a long time. Sure, there were times, you know, when people wanted CM Punk. And Punk maybe could have been the guy for them. And there were times when, you know, they loved Ryback. When, you know, they, they wanted other people in that spot. But John Cena, when you at that spot, you're going to fight to keep that spot, man. He ain't giving up that spot just to give up that spot. He fought for that spot. Look at that, look at that class of OVW you came with. John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Batista, Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin. All four of those guys... Got pushed and were valued over John Cena. Brock Lesnar got an immediate push when he came to the main roster. Within six months, he became WWE champion at 25. Main event at SummerSlam against The Rock. Beat The Rock. 25 years old, became youngest WWE champion in history. Batista and Randy were thrown into evolution with Triple H, who was their top guy at the time, the world champion, and Ric Flair, a fucking wrestling legend. Randy Orton became youngest world heavyweight champion in history at 24. Batista, after that, got the, got the push that he got. Winning the Royal Rumble, winning the world title at WrestleMania, even though they won him and John Cena both won them on the same night. Batista, I believe, if Batista was younger, because he was already in his mid-30s, and if Batista was younger, they would want Batista to be the guy over John Cena. I truly believe that, and I'll stand by that to the day I die. I think if Batista was a little younger and he didn't get hurt as, as much, he would have been that guy for John He would have been the guy for Vince, not John Cena. He would have been the guy for Vince. He would have been their face of the company because he was bred to be that. He was in evolution. They groomed him to, to get ready for that shit. And then Shelton Benjamin got a bigger push than John Cena when they first came too. Shelton Benjamin was thrown into a tag team with Charlie Haas. World's greatest tag team. Became tag team champion. Then thrown into Team Angle with Kurt Angle. Which could have been a lot better if Kurt didn't get hurt. They could have did a lot of good shit with Team Angle. But Shelton Benjamin, dude. Intercontinental title run. When, when, you know, they, 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 they were doing stuff with Shelton Benjamin. Testing Shelton because he was great, he was great in the ring. Athleticism was phenomenal. Um, they were pushing Shelton before they were pushing Cena, dude. 
Cena was last on that totem pole, last on that list, and made himself one of the biggest attractions, one of the biggest fucking stars you've ever seen in wrestling history. John Cena is the top 10 greatest superstars of all time. I don't care what you say, and I will fight anybody on it. He is top 10 of all time. You can say what you want about the guy. You can hate the guy. You can hate the character. You can hate the bright color t-shirts that he comes out with, his theme song, his, his catchphrases, what he stands for. John Cena is top 10 greatest superstars of all time. And you know he is. And if you refuse to admit it, you just have a poor sour taste in your mouth about John Cena that you have to get rid of. Because he's top 10, dude. He has to be top 10. This guy helped wrestling a lot. When he, you know, when he was the top guy, he was you no know, wrestling. There was a point when he was the top guy, he wasn't so cool to like wrestling. You remember that? Because I was a kid around then. And I remember telling people I like wrestling. They're like, oh, you like that stuff? You like that stuff? Oh, that fake stuff. You like that stuff? I remember that. I remember those times when John Cena was that guy. And he helped. He helped wrestling a lot, dude. Look, look, look at CM Punk. When CM Punk came when he, uh, up in 2011, to, and he wanted to be the guy. It only made sense for him to go after John Cena, right? When Rock came back in 2011, there was only one guy for Rock to go toe-to-toe with. John Cena. When Brock Lesnar came back in 2012, only one guy for him to go toe-to-toe with. John Cena. It only makes sense, dude. John Cena's top 10 great superstars of all time. If you refuse to admit it still, then that's just sad. Number eight. A guy, honestly, I would have never had on my list a couple years ago. But has changed my opinions over the years. He is great at reinventing himself. And I truly think he is top 10 now. Great superstars of all time. Great on the mic. Great in the ring. And a guy who signed with AEW. To be their big, big attraction. Was a WWE guy for years. Signed with AEW. I'm talking about Chris Jericho. Yes, Chris fucking Jericho is on my top 10 greatest of all time list. Think about the times that he's come back and kept reinventing himself and people still bought it. People love Chris Jericho. He got the word it over. He got a list over. He got a scarf over. Jericho is so great, man, at what he does. He didn't say he's the best in the world at what he does for no reason. That's true. That's, not, that's, not, that's, that's absolutely 100% fact right there. Chris Jericho is absolutely spectacular, dude. Grand Slam champion in WWE. The guy, he's, he's, the, he's the biggest guy to come from WCW and be successful in WWE. It's not Booker T. It's Chris Jericho. Even though Booker T had a good run, Jericho was the best guy to come from WCW and come to WWE and, and be a star. When he wasn't even being used properly in WCW, when he wanted to fight Goldberg, and they wouldn't let him fight Goldberg, and they said he wasn't about to fight a cruiserweight. Came over, became the first undisputed champion ever. Nine-time Intercontinental Champion. United States Champion, Tag Team Champion, World Champion. I mean, this guy's had great feuds with his legendary matches with iconic superstars from Shawn Michaels to Triple H to Kurt Angle to John Cena to Batista to Edge. To Randy Orton, to, to Roman Reigns, to Kevin Owens, to so many. This guy is so great at reinventing himself. 2008, when he was wearing the suit and ties and calling people hypocrites and parasites. 2016, his last best run with the whole best friend stuff with Kevin Owens and everything. Great TV stuff, man. Chris Jericho always put great TV on, man. Always. 
even when he switched to the to the bright colors and the in the and light up jackets and all that stuff, man. Jericho was just so great at reinventing himself, dude. He knows what he wants in wrestling. He knows what direction he wants to go in, and anything he wants to get over, he gets it over. It's fucking it's mind blowing. Anything Jericho wants to get over, he gets it over. You gotta respect Jericho and the career he's had. And if you ask me, I I truly believe that he can make an argument for top ten of all time. And it's hard because you leave superstars out like Bret Hart or Macho Man Randy Savage or Mick Foley. There's just so many people, you know, that you could leave out by putting Jericho on your top 10 list. But I think he is top 10. Like I said, look at look at the career he's had from the time he came to WWE in, in 1999 to when he left in 2017. Or 2018, I think it was. He made his last appearance in that Saudi Arabia show. 2018. And now him signing with AEW. Bringing all the eyes and attention to All Elite Wrestling. To the match he's going to have tonight with Kenny Omega. Look at the ratings he brought up for New Japan when he went over there last year and fought Kenny Omega at Russell Kingdom. All the attractions. They went up 45%. The ratings did. The percentage of buys. Went up 45% because Jericho was on the card. And people wanted to see Jericho because he's a, w- he's a WWE guy. He's, oh, shit, Chris Jericho's wrestling a new Japan. What? Kenny Omega, what? Let me watch it. Got to see it. He brings eyes. He brings attention. He's going to bring a lot of attention to AEW. Chris Jericho is top 10 greatest superstars of all time. I can understand that people don't have him on their list. I get it. But if you ask me, everything he's done over the past years at reinventing himself to stay relevant at 48 years old, still having five-star matches... Still going out there and still getting shit over him and making his characters believable. He's got to be in the top 10, dude. He has to be. And that's not disrespecting any of the people I didn't put on my list. But come on, man. Jericho is one of a kind. How many people have done this at 48? How many people have been able to stay relevant in the wrestling world at 48? Be able to reinvent themselves. To stay relevant for the fans. To stay over with the fans. To stay loved or hated by the fans in a good way. There aren't that many people at that age, dude. Some people at 48 aren't even wrestling anymore at that age. Some people at that age can't even go anymore. And you want to see them retire. And you want to see them hanging up because it's so painful to watch them wrestle. But this guy can still go at a high level, at an elite level at that age. As the older he gets, the better he gets. And it's crazy. The older Jericho gets, it seems like the better he's getting. He's like Tom Brady. The older Tom Brady gets, the better he's, he's, he's getting. Tom Brady's still winning Super Bowls at 41. Jericho is still getting shit over at 48. He's still relevant wrestling at 48. That's mind-blowing. How can this guy not be in your top 10, dude? Like I said, if this was like four years ago, I wouldn't have had him in the top 10. But fast forward now, he's in the top 10, man. I think he truly is top 10 great superstars of all time. Number nine. Boy, is this going to be another controversial one. Look, I get that some people won't have him in their top 10 for certain reasons. I get it, and I'll get to those reasons in a minute. But if you ask me, I think this guy is very underappreciated. I think his legacy is very uh, tarnished for reasons that aren't fair to him. And I truly believe that this guy is one of the best superstars of all time. And a guy that I never really liked growing up. But he, but over the years, I respect his career, and I respect what he's done for wrestling. And that's Triple H. Yes, I have Triple H in my top ten. And I know some people won't have him in the top ten for holding people down and the reign of terror from 2003, 2005 when he was the world champion time and time again. And, you know, him being married to Stephanie and abusing his power to guys like Booker T and Rob Van Dam and Kane and Chris Jericho and Ryback and so many other people in wrestling. I get it. 
But you can't hold that man accountable for all that shit. That's not fair to him because he's only... People only like to bring that shit up because he's married to Stephanie McMahon. And I don't care what anybody says. That's nothing but true. There have been so many wrestlers that have been on top that hold people down. Hulk Hogan has done it. John Cena has done it. Shawn Michaels has done it. There have been a lot of wrestlers who have held people down. Who have, quote-unquote, buried people. People that we wanted, but then they buried them. Triple H is not the only one. But because he's married to Stephanie, he, quote-unquote, abuses his power, right? Because he's, he's married in the McMahon family. And he has more stroke than other wrestlers, than other people. Triple H is great at what he does, dude. Give this man credit. Stop hating on this guy. Stop trying to tarnish this man's legacy like he's not one of the best wrestlers you've ever seen. Triple H is great in the ring. I've seen him have great matches with tons of people. On the mic, he's decent. He has his times where he's, he cuts bomb-ass problems. And then there are times when he does the slow talk. Triple H is the game. Uh, you know, there's times when he talks like that and shit. But this guy, I mean, look, look, at, look at this guy. Goes from WCW to be terrorizing. Then Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Then develops into the Triple H character. Goes into DX with Shawn Michaels. When Shawn Michaels leaves, becomes the... One of their top... I wouldn't say the guy, but one of their top guys in the company. Triple H, if you ask me, is very underappreciated. He's very undervalued because of who he's married to. Because of things that he's done in wrestling. Look at what he's done with NXT, man. He gives us hope. If you don't think Triple H, when he when Vince is gone, and him, Stephanie, and Shane are running the company. If you don't think he's going to do great shit with the company, look at NXT. Without Imagine WWE right now without NXT. WWE would be trash without NXT right now. The only good thing WWE has going right now because the main roster, SmackDown Raw, are terrible. The only good thing they have going right now is NXT. Triple H does great shit with NXT. Look what he gave us Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, the rivalry of the past three years. He's given us Velveteen Dream, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, so many, the revival, the, the fucking American Alpha, AOP. He's given us so many great talents that they just don't value and use on the main roster correctly. But he's given us top guys and made them top superstars in, in wrestling. Even with the women, Asuka, Charlotte, Becky, um, fucking Bailey, Emma. So many people. Nia Jax. Gonna go on and on forever, dude. Even the people right now in NXT UK. Pete Dunne, Walter, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Killer Kelly. There's so many of them. There. Joe Coffey. So many things that he's doing great with NXT. But they love him for NXT, right? You love him for NXT. But when it comes to his professional career, his wrestling career, eh, you know, he holds people down. He's trash. Not great on the mic. Abuses his power. The reign of terror. Come on, man. What about when Hulk Hogan didn't want to put over Bret Hart at WrestleMania 9? What about that, huh? When he didn't want to put when he didn't want to put Bret Hart over to win the championship that time, huh? What what about that? Hulk Hogan with, with abusing his power in WCW. What about that stuff? What about John Cena bearing Nexus? Alex Riley bearing a, a lot of shit. A lot of people. Shawn Michaels being a dick back in the 90s. Not wanting, not wanting to put over Bret Hart. He quote unquote lost his smile because he didn't want to drop the title to Bret. Told Bret to his face, hey. I would. Bret said to him, Excuse me, I wouldn't mind dropping the belt to you, Sean. It's business, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Sean said, I can't say the same for you. What? You kidding me? This guy just told you he's willing to put you over, but then you look him in the eye and say, I'm not willing to do the same for you. That's ego right there, man. 
That's straight ego. That's asshole right there. You don't think Triple H was selfish in reasons because he didn't learn that shit from Kevin Nash, Razor Ramon, and Shawn Michaels riding in the cars with them all the times up and down those roads when those guys were top guys and Triple H didn't have the stroke back then to do the shit that they were doing back then in those days when they were bitching events about money and complaining about creative stuff and putting people over and doing this and doing that in the direction they wanted to go in. Shawn Michaels won the belt and said he was going to work with all his friends. He was going to work with Pac. He was going to work with Razor, Nash, and Triple H. Because those are all his friends. He's going to do what he wants. Sean wants to do what he wants. You don't think Triple H learned and smartened himself up with that shit like that? Come on, dude. You can say what you want about this guy, but Triple H, to me, is top 10. I think he is top 10. I understand if people hold grudges on him and don't want to put him in that position. I get it. It's fine. But you got to let go. Come on. I don't want to hear that bullshit about him being abusing his power, him being married to Stephanie and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. So many guys who are at the top. Protect your position. That's any guy who's at the top and have a top spot. You're going to want to protect your position. Of course, there's going to be times when you want to put people over and you got to put people over, but still. You can say what you want about the whole Booker T thing, about Jericho, Robin, and all that stuff. What about the time he put over Chris Benoit at WrestleMania when he tapped out to Benoit? Or when he tapped out to John Cena? Or when he put over Batista at WrestleMania? He put over those guys three years in a row at WrestleMania. Tapped out to Benoit. Next year, loses to Batista. Next year, loses John Cena. All those guys needed that win to elevate and revolutionize their careers to be top superstars, and it worked. What about when he put those guys over, huh? But we don't talk about that. The time when he he has one of the worst WrestleMania records too, for just for a fact out there. He's put so many people over. Dude. This guy's put so many people over, dude. Triple H has put a lot of people over in wrestling, and I think it's unfair to him for people to. I, th- I think it's just unfair for people to hold that accountable for Triple H. And that's just my opinion, how I feel about it. But I understand why people won't have him in their top 10. But if you ask me, he's top 10. Then at number 10, the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. Yes, Andre the Giant is in my top 10 for reasons for this. Andre, first of all, back in the territory days, he was a great worker before he started getting weight and acromegaly started taking over his life and everything. Andre the Giant helped, just like Hulk Hogan did, helped revolutionize wrestling. Andre the Giant is probably the, the biggest box attraction in wrestling history. 7'4", 520 pounds, who doesn't want to go see this guy? Beat people up, throw people out of the ring, do stuff. Hulk Hogan needed that perfect guy to, to fight and beat at WrestleMania. And there was nobody better, bigger than Andre the Giant. When Andre had back surgery and he was hurting and he was in a lot of pain... Andre had to do it for the business. That helped push the business of wrestling to the direction that they needed to go in. Andre the Giant is attraction. He got money written all over him. Sure, when you watch an Andre match, the match won't be five-star, won't be great. But still, it's Andre the Giant, dude. And I don't have Macho Man Randy Savage in my top ten. I don't have Bret the Hitman Hart. I don't have Kurt Angle. I don't have Mick Foley. Guys who who deserve to be in that spot. Who you could put in that spot. And I wouldn't argue that they, they shouldn't be in that spot. But I think Andre deserves to be in the top 10. I think he... I think some people from different eras don't appreciate what he did for wrestling. And I think they won't have him in there for those reasons. But because they weren't around then. And I wasn't even, I wasn't even around for the, Andre, for the Andre stuff when he was wrestling. He was dead before I, I was born. But I respect what this guy's done. And after watching that HBO series they did on Andre, my respect for him was to a new level. And I think... What he did for wrestling was huge. I seen what he's done for wrestling, what he did for wrestling, how it evolved in so many ways. 
And I think he is top 10 superstars of all time. I think he has to be top 10. He could probably be in that spot where it's like 9 or 10, but I think when you talk about top 10 great superstars of all time, I think Andre the Giant's name deserves to be in there. I think it does. Like I said, his matches won't be 5-star. They won't be great. But when you talk about attraction for the business, drawing money for the business, helping wrestling, getting pushed and succeeding to where it needs to be, and helped a superstar get over and revolutionize his career to where he needed to be, Andre the Giant, dude, is top 10 greatest superstars of all time. And that's my list right there. Some people will agree with it. Some people won't. And I understand for people who don't want to agree with the list, that's fine. But just to run down, I have Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, John Cena, Chris Jericho, Triple H, and Andre the Giant. That is my top 10 greatest superstars list of all time. Make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, NarcolepsyBoy94, for my reactions for Double or Nothing tonight and more stuff for podcasts, for trivias, for a lot more stuff for my channel. Make sure you guys go uh, check that out for wrestling-related stuff. If, uh, for those listening to my, for my podcast, I appreciate it. Like I said, some people will agree with my top 10 list, and I understand for the people who won't agree with it, I get it. It's fine. But if you ask me, that is my list. Like I said, no disrespect to Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, Bret Hart, Macho Man, Randy Savage, who people will have, some people will have them on the on their list, and I understand why they will have them on their list. Even guys like Randy Orton could be on the list. Edge, Dusty Rhodes, Bruno San Martino. You could you could throw guys into that list, but I truly think this is this is the list of top ten greatest superstars of all time, in my opinion. Um, like I said, I know a lot of people won't have Triple H. Some people won't have Andre. Some people won't even, won't even have John Cena, as sad as that is. But listen to the reasons that I give you of why these guys are on the list. And think about it. Think about what these guys have truly done for wrestling. All these guys have done something great for wrestling, whether you want to admit it or not. Some of these guys have done bad shit for wrestling too, yes. But all, all of these guys have done great shit for wrestling. Have helped wrestling a lot. They've helped the business of WWE a lot. Think about it. Smarten yourselves up. That's my top ten.